Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mid-East Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Isn't that amazing what we heard a moment ago from Pastor J.D.? God's name is written on our DNA. He puts his fingerprints on each one of us. In today's message, Pastor J.D. will teach that you are created in God's image. You are a child of God. Don't ever forget that. Live each day and shine God's light knowing that you carry around the image of God inside of you. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on December 10th, 2023. Jesus likening His return to this list of birth pains, but He includes famines pestilences, and earthquakes, all of which have this one common denominator, namely climate change, Mother Nature, which is the impetus for the SDGs, Sustainable Development Goals of, listen, peace, security, and they added one, health, to sustain the earth in their worship of Mother Earth, as they worship the creation and not the Creator. And this is what Paul said in Romans 1 verse 25. Notice the verbiage inspired by the Holy Spirit. They exchanged the truth of God for a lie. They believed the lie, Second Thessalonians. They believed the lie, the strong delusion. They've exchanged the truth and believed the lie. What's the lie? Oh, they worshiped and served created things rather than the Creator who was forever praised. Amen. Last week I quoted King Charles delivering his address at the opening ceremony in which he stated, and I quote, the earth does not belong to us, we belong to the earth. I mean, Excuse me, (laughs) Uh, last time I checked, uh, we have dominion over the earth. Oh, but we worship the Creator. I'm sorry, I, I forgot, you worship the creation. You've exchanged the truth, Creator, for the lie, creation. Well, that explains everything. Enter COP 28, and with it, Agenda 2030, both of which mandate that all 17 of these SDGs against Sustainable Development Goals are met in seven years by 2030. Now let's add to that this Guardian article titled COP28. King Charles warns of, listen to this, 
vast, frightening experiment on natural world. Listen to this chilling quote. King Charles warned, we are carrying out a vast, frightening experiment of changing every ecological condition all at once at a pace that far outstrips nature's ability to cope. How dangerous are we actually prepared to make our world? Did you just say that? In other words, this is geoengineering. They're experimenting. They're dimming the sun. They're spraying the skies. They're poisoning land, air, and water. (laughs) We're carrying out, they're experimenting. Are we actually prepared to make our world, in other words, we're making it dangerous. I know you are because Revelation 11 tells me that you would. What do you mean? Oh, God is going to destroy those who destroy the earth. Can't wait. Why do they want to destroy the earth? Why are they experimenting and changing nature, creation? the ecological conditions simultaneously, all at once at a pace that far outstrips nature's ability to cope. Why are you doing that? Because you hate God's creation. Because God created the heavens and the earth and the sea and all that in them is. And you hate anything that God created, especially man who he created in his image. Here's one more have a nice afternoon. Last one maybe. Satan hates your guts because you're made in His image, which is why Satan is going to try and alter the human DNA to make man in His image unredeemable. Did you know that Yahweh, Y-H-W-H, those four Hebrew letters are in the DNA of mankind? The name of God is on our DNA, the name of ownership. He created us in His image. That's chicken skin, isn't it? Goosebumps for those of you on the mainland. I want to read you one more quote from this breathtaking article, no pun intended. It goes on to state, listen very carefully, several countries already experience climate change induced famine. Climate change induced famine. They're inducing the climate change, destroying the earth, and the climate change that they've induced is what's inducing the famine, which is what the SDGs and Agenda 2030 and COP28 are all about. We're running out of food. No, we're not. You're destroying the food supply. And you're going to forbid, this is Second Timothy, people to eat meat. Man, I went to the store the other day. I shouldn't have done this. You go through the meat section, don't go through the meat section. I mean, if the shells are not bare, and most of them are, where's the beef? It's, it's bugs now. It's better than burger. No, it's not Bill Gates. It's genetically modified organisms, GMO. Just think about that. Let that sink in. GMO, genetically, genetically modified organisms? 
And I'm going to eat that? Yes, you are, and you'll be happy. They're the ones inducing it. They're the ones doing it. Climate change. They're changing the climate. They've been doing it for years. I got so much more, I got to keep going. So stop doing that, okay? Let's uh, turn a corner. I want to try to connect these prophetic dots with, <laughs> I mean, the significant developments. Again, seems like an understatement from this year's COP28. And I'll say it again, my hope in doing so is to get Jesus to people and people to Jesus with open eyes to see just how close we are. And I mean, we are so close to the pre-tribulation rapture. So what follows are several quotes. We provided links to the original sources. They're available on our downloadable PDF file at the website. I'm going to go through these, and I want you to listen for the wording, which is verbatim the words in God's Word concerning Bible prophecy. I want to start by reading an email I received. Here's what he had to say. Hello, JD. I was so blessed to hear your update today, last week, 12-3. You had a list of things you wanted to research and find resources on. I have all those resources. The person that wrote the email to you is one of my followers on the Facebook group Rapture Watchers. The calendar being off, speaking of the feast, by three months is revealed in Leviticus 23.39 concerning Sukkot, that the appointed time was to be after all the produce of the land was harvested. Josephus gives clarity to this in his eyewitness account in the Antiquities of the Jews and states the seventh month is the season of the year changing for winter and that the tabernacles were erected inside their homes in order to stay warm that time of year. Feast of Sukkot or booths or tabernacles is the seventh of seven feasts. The calendar used today by the nation of Israel is the Hillel II calendar of 359 AD. The COP28 countdown began February 17, 2023, with 42 weeks to go when King Charles and Dr. Sultan al-Jabr shook hands. The COP program then did a 40-week countdown from Women's Day, very significant, March 8th to November 30th in preparation for this event. The seven-year bilateral agreement was signed March 21st, listen, guaranteeing peace and security for Israel. And from that point to December 12th, is also 40 weeks. December 12th will be germane in just a moment. There have been numerous quotes concerning the countdown with seven years left that are connected to COP28. The only one still up directly on COP28 websites is on Facebook's COP28 UAE page and is pinned on top as this COP is the start of a seven-year sprint to cut emissions by 43%. A global stock take is the strengthening, listen, strengthening of international cooperation, a mechanism within the Paris Agreement to bring about a five-year implementation and two-year assessment every 
seven years. Not eight, not six, seven. I'll only do that one time. It has been seven years since the enforcement of the Paris Agreement on November 4th, 2016, with now seven years to go. Final negotiations to the deal are on December 10th, that's today through the 12th, that's Tuesday. The sign of the opening of the gates or journey of souls occurs on December 12th. It should be noted that the United Nations has declared this Tuesday, December 12th, 2023, an International Day of Neutrality. The end date to this stock take can be found at the website pictured here at focus2030.org. Now, I took this screenshot on Thursday. It's a countdown clock. And I want to draw your attention. This is Thursday now. They have a countdown clock to achieving the Sustainable Development Goals by 2030. And as of Thursday, the countdown in real time was at seven years, zero months, 24 days, 13 hours, 18 minutes, and 17 seconds, and counting. And that was on Thursday. Kind of eerie. It's kind of like, you're counting down the seven-year tribulation? <laughs> wow. Okay. Picture here is a 24-page downloadable PDF file of the seven-year global climate deal draft text on, quote, matters relating to the global stock take under the Paris Agreement. We're at the seven-year mark since 2016. Now, they have, at this time, at this COP28, they have to confirm and strengthen that seven-year agreement slash covenant. And that's what they call it. Look at this. The Paris Agreement is a covenant of hope. What do these people do? Do they read their Bibles? Do they have a Bible? If they do, do they read Daniel 9? Oh, we better call it a covenant, because that's what Daniel 9.27 calls it. Well, it's seven years, so we've got to make it seven now. And we have to strengthen it, enforce it, make it ikbir in Arabic and Hebrew, make it greater, stronger, more spectacular. Let's bring all these agreements under one seven-year stronger agreement and confirm it and sign it and implement it. It's a covenant of hope for the world. Listen to this quote. This is from the UN climate change website titled, The Paris Agreement is a Covenant of Hope. Quoting, the Paris Agreement is more than a framework, more than a set of rules and regulations. It is a covenant of hope with the people of the world that will help to move our current trajectory to a better destiny. And I want you to listen very carefully to what she says next, quote, Recovery from COVID-19 offers nations a chance to build forward better. Sound familiar? 
and to orientate green policies and plans towards this. The Paris Agreement provides the path forward. Oh, wait a minute. The Paris Agreement was in 2016. How did you know? Because isn't that like four years before COVID-19? Things that make you go, hmm, hmm. How did you know? Well, I, I know how you know. It's like Lenin was famously quoted as saying, the best way to control the opposition is to lead it yourself. This was pre-planned. Hey, we need something to accelerate, invigorate our climate change agenda to achieve the Sustainable Development Goals four years before COVID. So we need COVID. By the way, I've said it many times before. I hope you don't tire of me saying it, because I'm going to keep saying it until I'm not here to say it. The so-called vaccine was not made for COVID. COVID was made for the so-called vaccine. Come on. Just this last Tuesday, a friend of mine emailed me about the arrest of a whistleblower who published the real numbers of deaths in New Zealand as a direct result of being injected with the death shot. His data proved with evidence the pre-planned murder of 51 people who were injected in a named vaccination within one two-hour period. Pre-planned. Here's a quote from one of the reports that was published. When these people were rolling up their sleeves, the official Pfizer safety data had lists of adverse reaction covering nine pages, and there were 1,223 deaths from those initial trials. This is information that the New Zealand government had months before the vaccine rollout even began. By the way, chances of these batches not being a killer are 100 billion with a B to one. I don't like those odds at all. If this weren't evil enough, daily deaths of more than 120 people daily from January 2020 daily to October 2023 daily. 120 people a day, you've wiped out my church in three days. 120 people a day. This is just New Zealand. 120 people a day. This is where sometimes the numbers can just be mind-numbing, and I've talked about this. I've gotten a lot of trouble for talking about this, by the way, but that's okay. I have an audience of one. I don't care. I answer only to him at the end of the day. But when this whole thing in Gaza with Hamas, the death toll, these are not numbers. These are people. These are souls that Jesus died for. They're not numbers. The death toll, stop it with that. That's somebody's mother or father or uncle or aunt or son or daughter, God forbid. Don't make it a number. That's 120 people every day. That was somebody's mom and dad. 
But God, what they've done, they've meant for evil, but God has meant it for good to bring about the salvation of many this day. Let's move on. This sort of dovetails into this next one, which is the UN website. Peace, dignity, and equality on, notice, a healthy planet. Oh, it bears the title of maintaining international peace and security. Are you still doing what I asked you to do, humbly asked you to do at the beginning? Pay attention to the wording verbatim. Peace and security. Maintaining international peace and security. In which they say, and I quote, the UN Security Council has the primary responsibility for international peace and security. Thank you God for inspiring the Apostle Paul to pen the words we have in his first epistle to the church in Thessalonica, namely the fifth chapter and the third verse. Here's another one from the UN. This one is also under the heading of peace and security. They say, and I quote, to save succeeding generations from the scourge of war, hang on to that, are among the first words of the UN Charter. Peace and security, to save succeeding generations from the scourge of war. Hmm. That's Isaiah 28.15. What's Isaiah 28.15? Well, it speaks of Israel making a covenant with death, an agreement with Sheol, in order that the, quote, scourge of war would not come upon them, making lies their refuge and hiding themselves under falsehood. Are you starting to see a pattern here? Wars and rumors of wars, the scourge of war, peace and security, exchanging the truth for a lie, making lies their refuge, hiding themselves under falsehood, not the truth. Speaking of Israel, I would be grossly remiss were I not to again mention this week, what I mentioned last week about the UK and Israel signing a seven-year agreement back on March 22nd of this year, which they dubbed, listen, the 2030 Roadmap for Israel-UK Bilateral Relations. 2030, seven-year agreement. UK as in King Charles, Israel, Enter this stunning video posted last Wednesday titled, UN Steps Up Pressure for Gaza Ceasefire with Strongest Move Since 1971. you got to scroll down pretty far for that year too. Here's a quote from the transcript. Given the scale of the loss of human life in Gaza and in Israel in such a short amount of time, the Secretary General has today delivered a letter to the President of the Security Council invoking Article 99 of the Charter of the United Nations. This is the first time that Antonio Guterres has done this since he became Secretary General in 2017. We are so glad you joined us for this edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. You've been listening to the latest prophecy update that Pastor J.D. has been sharing 
And as always, it's fascinating to hear and learn about how the things going on in the world relate to things predicted in the Bible. If you're ever interested in finding out more about this ministry, head over to jdfarag.org. That's jdfarag.org to learn more. If you're in the Kaneohe area, you're always welcome to come check out our church family. At Calvary Chapel Kaneohe, we meet on Sundays and Thursdays for a time of worship, fellowship, and in-depth Bible study with Pastor J.D. There's a Calvary link at the bottom of our webpage, so look for it at jdfarag.org. That link will give you more info on service times, directions, and more. Also, on our website, you'll notice a tab at the top that says ABCs. This is a helpful tool if you're in need of understanding a more in-depth view of what it means to have a saving knowledge of Jesus. If you or any friends or family need some clarification, this should help clear some things up for you. Again, that website is jdfarag.org. Next time, you'll get to hear some more interesting things about current affairs and how they relate to what the Bible says to be true. The prophecies in the Bible were not just mentioned casually. Every prophecy written in the Bible will come to pass. So there's much to understand about what's to come. We look forward to that time with you and hope you'll join us then. Until then, may you be looking for wisdom from God in spirit and truth. 